0: Welcome to the Untribal Podcast, the show that gives you news, content, by regular people, for regular people. This episode is brought to you by Precision Spirits, the EMRA-based gin company, always innovating on gin, delivering on flavour and challenging tradition. Today we're talking about the biggest ever-present elephant in Scottish football, religious and political displays at our matches. It's something we've talked about before in the podcast, but what a different edge to it this time. Rangers fans made a massive banner of Gangs of New York character Bill the Butcher just a couple of weeks ago, infamous for his violence uh, towards Catholics. Underneath the sign read, surrender or you'll die. An uncomfortably brutal message for so many, and one that was met with plenty of criticism, but it kind of dawned on me. Does anyone actually speak to Rangers fans about this? What actually brings them to the beliefs and views that they have uh, in life, that brings them to uh, put out such messages? Why is it such a taboo subject forcing politicians to leave it alone altogether? Or is the criticism really justified? Well, this week I spoke to a couple of Rangers fans that are staunch as they come. Richie and Gav joined me in the studio and hopefully they'll be giving me the answers to all these questions. This is the Untribal Podcast. Why is Rangers fans? I hear there's not a Glasgow accent between you, but that's probably indicative of the whole supporters or no?
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I I get shtick from this, from high from Hearts fans, from Dunfermline fans, as I was born and raised near Dunfermline. You know, why Why do you support a club that's 40 miles away from, from where you stay, from where you grew up, you know? Um, for myself personally, um, my grandfather was from the West Coast, from Glasgow, um, never had any sons. He only had two daughters. So the reason why... He always said the first grandson I have, I'm going to drill it into him. Much to the the disdain of my father, who is a massive Dundee United fan. So, um, so that's that's my story
2: behind it, you know.
0: Yeah. What about yourself, Gelf?
2: Yeah, I was actually born out in Africa, um and my dad, who's actually a Dunfermline fan, (laughs) said he should be a Rangers fan. I think he likes everything stand for. He's a staunch monarchist, staunch unionist, and that probably comes first and foremost. And Secondarily, uh, Rangers, but they they fit the bill, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, they certainly do. <laughs> uh,
0: so you're a staunch monarchist and unionist, you said, Gav. Yes, do, you, do you want to tell us a little bit about your sort of experiences in life and that have led you to that those kind of views? Yeah,
2: I think I um, um, I was a child of the of the empire. My father was uh, father worked out um, for the for the foreign office, um, and he's always held the 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 monarchy in high regard, um, and um, Always believed in, in in Britain as a as a as a place and uh, as an idea, and it's something that I've also taken on board myself. Mm.
0: And What were you actually? You're quite an interesting uh, sort of you know, example of this because you're actually an independence inclined, do you know.
1: That is correct, Innes. I'm probably one of the few boys who you'd see at Ibrox who have voted for the independence. yes, um, and consistently vote SNP in local and um, national elections. Yeah, right, I can
0: see the, the Gav's fizzing at the mouth <laughs> the there been by been the many, way. There's <laughs> been many a conversation about this between <laughs> yeah. Gav and myself over
1: a several pints. Um, you know, But, um, but you know, I, I'm a staunch monarchist as well, though, in this, to be fair. Right, um, okay. Just because I want a separation of... Um, Scott from hollywood from westminster doesn't necessarily mean that i don't necessarily i don't want the british royal family to to still um, be our head of state you know yeah. similar to what's going on in canada australia new zealand place like that you know where the queen sorry the king god rest her yeah. <laughs> um but they're the head of state that's what i would still like from scotland albeit to have powers to kind of dictate what we what we do ourselves you
0: know yeah i, I mean that was the official position of the snp even in 2014 wasn't it which is was a bit bizarre actually because the, t- the two ideologies don't usually go hand in hand. They don't usually. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I think the SNP. So, yeah, so I guess why I'm going away from the SNP at the moment
1: is um, just purely around the fact that, you know, we had this referendum in 2014. Um, it was meant to be a once in a generation thing. Um, we then had Brexit, which I know obviously vast majority of Scots voted to remain within the EU, um, as I did myself, um, I feel that, you know, since then, what what my idea of what would bring us independence in you know, 2024 to, 20, to 2034 would be making Scotland the best place to live in the Union, you know, up in education rates, lowering weights NHS hospitals um, getting more people to fund employment, um, and I feel the SNP haven't been consistently delivering on that and they've been more focusing on trying to get us out when they should be firstly focusing on making the country the best place to live and then focusing on the independence.
0: Shown by example. Exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. And how does it make you feel, Gav, when, you're, when your pal, your staunch rangers pal is, is talking about independence and separating the union?
2: Well, you know, do you know what'd be, it'd be absolutely heartbreaking for me, um, but you know, everyone's, everyone's entitled to their view and I've got plenty of pals with different views across the spectrum. And uh, I, I respect everyone's view, and you know at least he can make a decent argument for it, and it's not just going down the lines of oh, I don't I don't don't like England or yeah like uh, a or, grudge against <laughs> yeah, Anglophobia yeah, as as no, people I mean, are calling a, it. A, he's, a, he's a reasoned arguer, so I've got to respect that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And Richie, see when you go to Ibrox and you've been such a big Rangers fan, and you you walk in the stadium and you see a sea of Union Jacks waving like. How does that make you feel as uh, with your sort of views of independence? Does that affect you or do you still feel that affiliation and pride when you see the Union Jack right across Ibrox?
1: I mean, do you know what? I still feel that affiliation and pride um, more because I, I guess, you know, it's the same. I feel the same pride seeing the Union Jack flying around Ibrox um, the same as I would walking into a Scotland rugby game and seeing the saltires all over the place. Do you yeah, know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, it doesn't, it doesn't sway my opinion on it, to be fair. You know, it never has. I never would let something like that dictate what I believe in. You mm. know, football dictate what I believe in. You know? Mm. It's um yeah, I, I feel that yeah, that's 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 what I feel. Yeah,
0: about. no, fair enough. Well thanks for coming down guys anyway. And the reason I sort of brought you down is because you know, as I said, I don't really hear from Rangers fans that often, as Richie alluded to, I don't have many pals that are Rangers fans. I actually do have a few. I just I just I feel, I feel like now that I'm in Leith I'm sorta of, I'm entered into sort of Hibs like Planet Hibs where I don't I don't <laughs> yeah, leave and I just yeah. <laughs> speak to Hibs fans and that's the only people I speak to I barely got the town of that anymore. So I don't know that's, <laughs> I think I have choice though and to be fair. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, we'll see. <laughs> but um yeah, I just wanted to I mean the idea for the podcast came behind when I seen a tweet I didn't even watch the Rangers game against PSV at home, but Rangers brand brandished a big banner of uh, a character from the gangs in New York called Bill the Butcher, which was uh, who was infamously a, a Catholic slasher, and there was you know there was a I think there was a message below. Can you, can you remind me what it was. I can't remember what it was, but surrender or you'll die. Okay, surrender that which famously comes from that tune about being up to your knees in Fenian blood that Rangers fans sing, and. You know, I was I was looking at all these comments like, oh, the Huns are this, the Huns are that, and it's it's something I hear so often. Obviously, because I'm a Hibs fan as well, I hear that in the pubs all the time. But there's obviously that rivalry between Hibs and Rangers, certainly more so from the Hibs side of things as well. Um, so would it be easy for me to get a panel of Hibs fans on the day and all just slate Rangers and not get sort of both points of view? Um, but I I just wonder because that that is obviously that's quite a blatant sectarian message right can we, can we can we comfortably agree on that or would you would there be dispute on that i, I see they're pushing it as far as they can it's on the nose <laughs> it's yes. on the nose i
1: think that's i think that's as far as they could go with i think you're right without without being blatantly going against uh-huh. anti-sectarian laws that are here in scotland
2: uh uh-huh. especially with uefa that like uefa will, will come and hammer the club before they were in scotland so you brought in a scottish match you'd expect less Retribution than you would in UEFA, where they they're very hard on these things. But yeah, I thought yeah, it it, it was it was it was I was, was on the border, but I think it was just enough to not get them into trouble. So they obviously they thought long and hard, I think, before they put that one up.
0: And how did it make you feel when you seen it? Were you behind it? Did it get you riled up for the game? Is that why? Is that is that the kind of reaction that the the ultras wanted regular Rangers fans to have? Or
2: I mean, I, th- I think, I think as a, as a Tifo, it's quite an impressive Tifo, and I think Tifos are always quite impressive. I'm sure half the players in the pitch didn't actually quite understand. Understand, yeah. what, 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 <laughs> yeah. what they were getting. <laughs> I at. did not think that as well. I'm sure. am sure Seema from Senegal's quite into <laughs> ever seen guys in New York necessarily, <laughs> but but then I think "Surrender, You Die" is quite a, a strong worded message to get people get try and get everyone a bit riled up. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously got connotations from the song, but I think at the same time it's quite often these songs have got quite strong words that are quite passionate passionate and indicative. Mm.
0: What percentage of the Rangers support do you think would actually like to like batter Catholics if they could get away with it? And how many just do it out of being controversial and getting riled up for the game and, you know, having that sense of... Like, attaching it to a sense of hatred towards Celtic, like, for example. What, what do you think the balance is in the support of, like, genuine hatred and actually just getting up for the game and the... And the songs and that if that makes sense
1: i mean like for me i mean when you say that and it's like i mean i don't think ugh, listen there's obviously some idiots out there who genuinely would love to just go like like you're saying there go out and are actually genuinely have like a, a, a an aggression towards catholics mm. you know there's a like small want to cause violence like, there's just, yeah. but i mean like the wanting to cause violence side of things though i, I think is found in any football club you mm. know and it's i don't think it's indicative to say that rangers fans are any worse than any other team out there, you know? Um, when it comes to the Celtic thing, with the Celtic side of things, like, I mean, like you're saying there about what percentage of the fans actually want to go out there and back people, what percentage of the fans are just getting wild up for that game and that they have that aggression come out. I mean, Christ almighty, I've almost chucked a beer can through my TV because Celtic <laughs> has scored Sunday, for example. Do you know what I mean? Just for <laughs> that. Fight. So it's it's... totally um, ruined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel that just, I feel that, you know, fans are passionate about their team fans are passionate and especially when they're playing against their rival Um, and I know that our rivalry might have political and religious connotations that other teams don't but and I think that's why it's discussed so much you Mm. know it's because we have these connotations surrounding it but I don't think Rangers fans the vast majority of them want to do that, want to go out and actually genuinely hurt someone of the Catholic mm. faith.
0: But you say, you say we're not as bad as everyone else, but if you look at the title winning party where he's won the league finally, mm-hmm. you know, we're all on each other.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> look at the look at the title winning party the Celtic had at Holy Cross last year where what was it? 30-odd people arrested, police officers assaulted, uh, Guitar Guitar, there's a Guitar Guitar shop there and the guy couldn't get into his business, there was people urinating on his steps. So I'm not saying we're any worse. I'm not saying we're any better. I say we're the same as any football fan. I think, I think,
2: I think we get a lot of people together in a situation like that. Things are going to go wrong, especially in Glasgow, especially when everyone's drinking heavily. I wouldn't need it necessarily need to be football related. It could be, what like a, a music concert there. <laughs> you know, it, it, things things tend to go wrong. But the, there is a there is a
0: a sort of particular sense of aggression that comes with the old firm would you would you say that's fair like i you know you talked about a music festival but i i've been at plenty of gigs and i've not seen that kind of sort of violence and crime no, do you know what i mean no no
2: no, no. there'll be there'll be less at that sort of event but i still see there's individuals there who just have a sort of penchant for <laughs> causing issues yep. shall we say and they could be wearing, wearing a bucket hat or wearing a a Rangers cap, and they still would manage to find a way to cause bother.
1: But I, I do, I do think, and as you're right, there is there is a a level of aggression um, surrounding the old firm, um, and maybe not as much as other teams. But like I say, I think, like I said earlier on, it's the it's the the underlying connotations around the fact that there's hundreds of years of back and forth you know what 1872 rangers founded 1888 was when celtic was founded So that's what 130 years let's say take it from celtic's founding that these two teams have been coming together such a massive divide in the fans whether it's political religious or just because they just hate each other you know what i mean so I, i agree there probably is a bit more aggression when it comes to stuff like that in this yeah
0: so you've you've mentioned celtic a lot richie and the sort of comparisons between that fan base and yourselves do you think Celtic fans get away with seeing things just as bad as what you guys say?
1: I do. I I, I, genu- I genuinely do. Um,
0: Can you give an example?
1: Yeah, I mean, for example, I had a friend of mine, I won't name his name, but um, he was walking down the street. Yeah, sure enough, he was singing. I can't
0: uh, wait to hear who that is after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I won't name a name, but he was walking down the street and he was singing a song, um, a ranger song, um, which, yeah, probably had some sectarian undertones to it and um, end up getting locked in the cells for a few days right you can walk down the street and chant up the ra and nothing would happen even though they're a terrorist organization who killed hundreds thousands of British people
2: yeah and, and Irish people,
1: and Irish people as well you know um so I I think that the fact that and if we we're both held to the same standards if, there, if if both sides were held to the same standards I wouldn't be I wouldn't be saying anything about it but I do generally feel from my perspective on it um, and that's all i can go on is that we are not held to the same standards we are held to a higher standards than them
0: so do you think that rangers fans are treated
1: unfairly yes
0: U- uniquely unfairly
1: um yeah i do i do and personally i feel like when you have like politicians stand up in hollywood and, uh, and slating rangers fans as this drunken messy mob um like Hamza yusuf for example after the after like the title winning party you were talking about you know but then i i and I could be wrong here. I don't recollect him coming out and saying condemning the Celtic fans that did that at Holy Cross last year. You know.
0: Yeah, I can't remember that either. To be fair. So it's probably because he's one of them. Exactly. exactly. But <laughs> oh, so, yeah.
1: so I feel. So I, I. do feel there is an, un, whether it's politics, whether it's in policing, whether it's in social. Like I mean, if you tell someone you're a. I feel if you tell someone you're a Hun, you're going to get a much dirtier look than if you tell someone that you're a Celtic fan. Mm. You know. Mm. And I think that's wholly unfair. I think. I think it's wholly unfair. I think we are held to a different standard than them. Yeah
0: i feel like you're itching to say something gavin what well,
2: I, I mean like if, if 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 hun and tim are two two similar words tim seems to be arrestable hun doesn't seem to be arrestable i remember an aberdeen fan getting arrested for calling them ira bastards which apparently was a religious breach of the peace i don't know or or, or, or or yeah and i don't really understand wh- why that that would be when they have probably had a lot back at him mm. so
0: and how do you feel when someone calls you a hun I don't really care. You don't really care. <laughs> no.
2: Honestly could care less, mate. So I
0: mean, is that is that a kind of like see the see the sort of religious stuff what you hear at the football and you're playing Celtic. Is that could that be quite easily interchanged with just Celtic and Rangers? So if I a if Celtic fan calls you an orange so and so, could that easily be interchanged as a ranger so and so on it wouldn't make much difference well, to you I mean, or I mean, or is there something specific about the religious stuff that no, makes
2: the, no the religious stuff is is intended to be extra that extra um offensive and, it, and it's, an, it's offensive towards the religion so in that sense i mean i think i don't really think that anyone should be done for what they say in that regard but um at a football match but if, if you're going to come down down hard on one side then you need to come down hard on the other side um is my point of view do you hate celtic fans like I hate, I hate, I hate the, the institution that is Celtic and what it stands for. But I, I on an individual level, no, uh, I, I, don't. But maybe as a group for ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, listen. I get that. I like. I, I've been to Hibs and Hearts, Starbies, and you hear, you know, you hear all probably the. I mean probably religious stuff aside you probably hear all the same insults that you do at probably most football grounds to be honest <laughs> with you so I understand that
2: I, th- I think the one thing though is like Hibs and Hearts tends to be like like families have a bit of a mixture where I, d- I don't have anyone as a self-exporter in my family
0: yeah I have noticed that about people from Glasgow and they also send the same people to the same schools I've noticed in Glasgow I don't know if that I'm I'm, I'm- what oh, do you the, mean sorry? Like, like so, I, I feel like there's big groups of Rangers fans that go to the same schools in Glasgow. Like I, I, I know someone that teaches in Partick, for example, and that's full of Rangers fans. Oh, and yeah. then there's a there's a school over the road that's full with Celtic fans. Apparently, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, to be fair, I mean, like, well, I mean, they're probably Catholic schools. Yeah, exactly. For example, that, yeah. do you know what I mean. But no, but I, I didn't actually even know that about like other schools. To be fair, but to be honest, with you, it makes it, it doesn't make sense. But it makes sense if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you were to call someone. Like, Athenian so-and-so, what would that mean to you?
1: I mean, like, I would never, ever, ever go up to... And I would never... Sh- I, would, I don't think I would ever shut that eye, Brox. Never have. Um, don't think... I, I don't, wouldn't go up to someone in the street and say that. But, I mean, like, when you're joking around with your pals and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? I've got a couple of my best friends who are Celtic fans, you know? We joke around about that, stuff like that, you know? So, um... It
0: doesn't come from us. It,
1: that doesn't come from a place of hey, not, it, 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 It does. It can do, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, but um, but when but when you're saying this to people in the street, random people after a football match or something like that, you don't know. Then I don't I don't agree with that. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, if my fr- if my friends and I are joking around after the old firm, are oh, you orange bastard? Are oh, you fucking dig yeah, stuff yeah. like that? You know, I don't necessarily see the issue with that.
0: Oh, uh, and it doesn't. Does, does it ever strike an emotional chord you, even when you're speaking I, with I've your Never thoughts?
1: I've never ever had one of my friends turn around to me and say that and I've never turned around to one of my friends and said if they've caught me an orange bastard or a hunker or something like that you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean like that, that I like would never have turned around and be like get angry about it get emotional about it because at the end of the day it's football and mm-hmm. at the end of the day that is what friends do they have banter with each other mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? yeah yeah now the minute someone starts getting physically hurt on the back of this. The minute someone starts getting battered or stabbed, getting balls chucked to their head at football matches, et cetera, et cetera, that's too far, obviously,
0: you know? I picked up something you said, Gav, about uh, not hating Celtic fans, but hating the institution. How much of that is because of religious reasons or what is the reasons why? Why is it that you hate Celtic as an institution? I
2: I think it's probably more this sort of Republicanism that's that's rife within the club. Um, which has not—it's not really tried to to hide. Um, that's probably more the the angle I would I would go on. Um, and of course, they've got a bit of a dark history as well, which, which, um, which is which I don't think they've ever really cleared out their club properly of which I think is pretty dark in Scottish football as a whole.
0: Are you, are you referring to the allegations against? You know grooming of children at the boys club level Oh yeah, yeah absolutely okay i mean i mean you know we find that in all football clubs to be fair you know i know hibbs for example i've had allegations i'm sure it's the same at, at a lot of football clubs that was a huge problem um but just to delve in a little bit about the republicanism so what is it about republican is it that you don't want a united ireland is it that you don't think ireland should be their own country is or what what is it
2: i i, I, I wouldn't vote for united ireland because obviously i feel that northern Irish ireland is britain is british and um, I would um, say that it's it's what's, it obviously just goes against everything I I stand for so mm. that's why I would that's what I don't like about it and what
0: um, what is it that you stand for is it you know is it being it's a, it's being a,
2: a strong, strong united kingdom mm-hmm. strong Commonwealth that's what I uh, that's, that's what that's what I would love to see and that's that's what I think is the best for the world mm-hmm. Um and yeah I think th- that's the, the republican element very anti almost I find it anti well anti 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 the monarchy anti the UK and I f- find it in a way that that's portrayed by them uh, almost anti anti scottish mm. it's you know people who four generations down the line are still holding their their grandparents home as their their num- their, their their main patriarchy or their main their main homeland um and yeah so that, that, that sort of and it frustrates me a bit.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And I, so, it's it's difficult because you know people obviously have different ideas of what it means to be Scottish. So, for example, when I seen the sort of Union Jack which branded the uh, Culloden on the front, which is the battle in which England took over Scotland's Scotland's independence, and you know Scots died during that battle, and I just I, I feel like it's such a integral part of Scottish history is you know fighting off. You know the the, the the taking over of English rule, for example, it's it's been it's been the wee persons, is William Wallace and the, these all these battles that were were against the odds and won. That that's such an integral part of Scottish history. So when I see things like a Union Jack with Culloden on the front, I think.
2: Well, I, th- I, th- I think I think well, I think Culloden was would, would be after that period, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it would have been two two kings at war, and uh, would it would very much be a Scottish civil war, which <laughs> as is as a. I wasn't. I wouldn't say it's England taking over Scotland anyway, but. I, th- I I, I, to my belief, that's a, Culloden, a range Rangers Sports Club from the police. So for
1: for, for so Culloden actually was the was the Jacobite forces being defeated <laughs> in seventeen forty five. The uh, Jacobite forces of um, Bonnie Prince Charlie, um, from his father the pose King James the seventh. Um, so basically, that was um, the, the unions of the crown that, that happened. About oh, how long ago from that? Seventeen oh seven. Seventeen oh seven. So the unions of the crown that happened already. Um, the Unions of Parliament had happened already, so Great Britain was already there. That was basically the Stuart family being defeated. So it, it wasn't necessarily an English army taking over Scotland, it was the British army defeating um, a previous claimant to the f- throne, okay. if you will. Which, but you're right, though, in spot on in saying that you know, a vast majority, Scotland did lose a massive sense, a sense of identity in the back of that, mm. I feel, because what you then had was you had the decimation of the clan system, you had crofting starting on the back of that, The kill was not allowed to be worn by your ordinary man, it was only um, allowed for landed gentry who were usually Englishmen who were then placed in these places to have these massive highland estates. Um, to stop the clans from happening um, and then what you also got was the removal of arms from Scottish people as well you couldn't own a gun if you were mm. if you,
0: could, uh, you couldn't own a, a caber anymore for example you know which is a Scottish sword that was very the, interesting thank you for that, you. So, that <laughs> so you're <laughs> right so I did, it was, Battle it? was,
1: a, was, a, it, was a, it was a decimation of Highland culture if you will
0: yeah it was I, a decimation I, of Highland culture I just feel like you know I think there's elements of th- how some Rangers fans perceive what it means to be Scottish that I, th- I feel can be argued as skewed, in my opinion, especially as a Scot, knowing the history of Scotland and and that, that losing that sense of identity, as you said, Richie. So I'm curious, Richie, would you ever bring uh, a Union Jack to a game, and have you ever held one at the football? Um, to be fair, me, no. And
1: uh, just because I, I can't be arsed carrying a flag around with me, to be fair, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, have I held a Union Jack? Yeah, I've held a Union Jack. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. with um, with pride or.
1: Ugh, with I mean, depends. Like, what? What? I can't even remember what context it was in me. Probably during maybe a jubilee or something like that or coronation or something. So, yeah, I'd, I'd fly it for Pride with something like that. But I'd fly it for Pride any time. But it's not that I wouldn't bring one to Ibrox or wouldn't bring one to a game because of a certain reason. It's just because I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, fair enough. I don't like t- people who tie them around their necks and stuff like that. I feel like I'm choking. Uh-huh. Um. But no, yeah, I've, I've held one. And I've flown my pride, yeah. Yeah, fair yeah.
0: enough. How does it make you feel when you see... Ireland flags at Selig Park and singing songs that, for example, the wolf tones have, have made, for example. How does it make you feel?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, they're entitled to it. Yeah. That, that, this, is the, this, this is this 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 is is my main thing. They are entitled to it. They can, they can do what they wish. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say you can't sing these songs or can't do that, which is why I don't think we should be told the exact same thing, mm. you know? Um,
0: Drink Selig or an Irish club?
1: I I honestly view them as an Irish club like that. This is this is the thing, you know. Like Gavin was saying previously about the fact that you know, um, um, you know, like every most Celtic fans that I've met, maybe not the ones from Edinburgh, maybe not a couple of my pals, and that right, but um, Celtic fans that I met will consider themselves more Irish than Scottish, even though they haven't had an Irish, um, grandparent. So they haven't had an Irish in fourth generation. Do you all think that's bizarre though? I do, I really I have we have my wife's my wife's auntie so my wife's great-granddad was irish right and she well she calls herself irish so like you know what i mean so to be fair it was her granddad but she calls herself irish and stuff mm. like that she's the only irish member of the family rest them were that
2: so if anything she's an eighth irish
0: what about you gav what do you think of Celtic fans and the kind of things they sing and the kind of
2: flags they bring to games i mean Sticks and stones will hurt your bones, I suppose a bit. I mean, I I, I don't I don't totally enjoy hearing the songs, <laughs> but being, I'm sure they don't enjoy hearing a lot of of Rangers songs. Um, I, do, I the like obviously the, the the club itself is very much for pushing the Irish heritage line, uh, and I'm sure in four generations' time it still will be. Um, I mean, if you come from Ireland and you have got Irish players and you put up an Ireland flag, but if you're if you're Scottish and you come from Inverness, then I don't really think you should be putting up an Ireland flag. Especially if your club plays in green, white, and gold, and not green, white, and orange, mm. it seems uh, a bit of a strange one to me. Yeah,
0: well, but they do put the wee fine prints in the chain and stuff, and <laughs> well. you do see the wee orange. I, I've noticed that, but they've got
2: they've got, the, then you got the, the Vatican flags, flags getting get chucked up as well. So, <laughs> so, you, so you, you, you got all the colours in there.
0: <laughs> so is that is that the kind of stuff you sort of laugh about when you're sort of taking the piss out of Celtic fans? Is that the what's the what's the crack usually? Oh, I mean to like, be fair I see he's having a few pints And it's, it's before the old farm And you're like Oh I fucking hate them man like, Blah 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 Like honest, what, what, what's the kind of crack When you're slagging them
1: Since Jetward since left Like we haven't really had much To rip him about To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, Because we, oh we yeah, haven't that's... managed To beat him on the field Do you know what I mean Yeah that's true um, I guess, like you know, it's the same with any team, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like when they lost to Kilmarnock in the League Cup, and I was just like, oh no trouble for you, see this season, eh? Whatever, so and so blankers or whatever, you know." But um, but yeah, I mean, like, so I'm, i I would never, I do, I think it's embattled. Do you know what I equated to in this right? I equate. I was in Aviemore one time, right? The Highland Games up there, and um, I was in the, my my family friends' hotel, and um, this big big American walks in, right? He's like, ahoy, ahoy. I'm here for the Highland Games. I am the leader of the Campbell clan. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, ah, nice one, man. Nice one. Good joke. Good joke, you know? I was like, no, no. My great, 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 great 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 grandfather was Scotch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so I traced him down, turns out he's a Campbell. So I'm head of the Campbell clan. And no word of line, mate. This guy was convinced that he was head of the Campbell clan. Really? You know? Yeah. So I f- and so I feel like so I equate it. I just find it laughable. Do you know what I mean? That you our uh, culture can be with uh, not many generations removed can still hold a place there. You mm. know? I uh, I I I just find it laughable.
0: Yeah, I mean so what I see Sort of Irish tricklers at Easter Road, for example. I don't really, I don't really have an opinion on it. Really, I think Hibs were obviously founded like Celtic by Irish immigrants in the Cowgate that forms a sort of community place for Catholics. Essentially, at, at the time, I think you had twenty five anti Catholic organisations in Edinburgh, and you know there's a small group of Catholic people, and this where the team come from. And one of the famous Hibs fans was James Connolly as well, which was a big Republican um army um veteran if you like um do, do i feel a affiliation myself though no, no I, I would never bring a trickler to easter roads we're definitely a scottish club i don't mind seeing it there what do you think like when when can i ask the question is would yeah. you bring a scotland flag to easter road no i wouldn't is I, that, yeah. like I, I'm, go, I'm like i'm going to the Hibs game exactly right.
2: would, would you would you bring a green and white sotter to easter road
0: Yes, if I had one, I, I mean I, I'd, I've seen them before, but <laughs> I, I can't be asked by. I buy enough fucking tops and all that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I mean I don't really. Joe you know what I like about Hibs is there's there's definitely that sort of, you know, as as someone that like I voted for independence in twenty fourteen for example, I definitely feel like there's. My, the, the views that I have held or, and do hold politically definitely are in line with what being a Hibs fan means i.e. the wee man this <laughs> I mean we got absolutely tortured off the jammers when we were younger they had all the money they battered us constantly and there was something inherent about being Scottish that always affiliated with being a Hibs fan as well so it always worked like the underdog in this, like, yeah the, exactly yeah. like the underdog the, the, like the wee man syndrome like the the sense of oppression in that you know we've had such a lack of success <laughs> compared to how big the club <laughs> is and uh, you know i, I I've, I've never felt a sort of conflicting views or, or feelings of being a hibs fan and, and my sort of political views as well but i always find that interesting because i like i spoke to a Celtic fan about this in the the episode that I was doing and he kind of said look i don't really mind the religious and political displays that the football i think it's good that you know, working people and their and everything they've got going on their week have an outlet of emotion at the weekend and the way they can express it, instead of that translating in into some sort of anger on the street in a different situation, they've got this place where they can vent out, lay it all out for ninety minutes, and then they can come out and then they're kind of fine again. I think if you speak to people in Glasgow quite a lot, none of them are actually that. Bothered about it, and I certainly felt that in the old firm fans I met at, at Sainsbury's Bank when I was working there, for example. Like one of them was an independent supporter as well. He always said, "Oh, listen, no, no union in this better big man." Okay. Like, like, like he always used to joke about it, and I, and it was it was when I got talking to them and just being from Edinburgh. Obviously, I only really seen Silicon and Rangers fans when they were in this bigger way, and and they were singing all these songs and like when Rangers. Came and they like when they scored and they're saying "Real Britannia" and about the Queen. Like I was always brought up, like that's terrible. Like you should, like you don't <laughs> like that. So that that that's what that was like my only sort of really narrow minded view of Celtic Rangers fans. Just interested to sort of hear you guys come down today and talk a little bit about it, because it's, it's interesting that, you know, you, you have Catholic Rangers fans as well, you have mm. Protestant Celtic fans, they're a big part of their history. Um, I I'm think, rambling I think, now. I think,
1: what, I think what you said there, mate, from that Celtic fan that you had on, I think that is probably one of the most poignant, like one of the most hit-the-nail-on-the-head thing that is to do with Old firm is the fact that the vast, vast majority of both um probably call themselves 90-minute bigots do you know what i mean mate that's probably what they call themselves probably what i've labeled myself before in the past as well you know that's
0: literally what i was writing down to yeah. Discuss. yeah
1: that's it me like do you know what i mean so when that 90 minutes is happening you have that hatred within you like you know that that bubbles up all week because you've got like you're saying to me you've got your selling pals texting, be like oh you're shiting yourself for the old firm or mm-hmm. you know etc etc you know and it all builds up and it does come out and i assume you've probably thrown Torrents for abusive jambos players as well you i mean
0: <laughs> no i have not <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know the, but this is the thing though so the vast majority of players, i reckon would call themselves 90 minute bigots and then you have that
0: small minority that are just that 24 mm. 7 on both sides both sides do you think so do you think the 90 minute bigot thing is harmless or do you think that has a ripple effect in society that's potentially negative it's a tough question mate to be fair it's a tough question um because you're spot on, some people would, like you
1: asked me earlier, like does that make you emotional hearing these things? And so it doesn't to me, but it could to other people. Mm. So I get what you mean, it's a poignant point. It's, it's a good point to make, it's a good point to bring up. I guess if everyone was the same then, or if, if everyone was the same as me, that wouldn't bother them and they would just get other systems. But not everyone's like that. So listen, it's, it's a point which, it's a point which, to be fair, yeah, I probably couldn't answer to you. I probably couldn't yeah. answer me to be honest with you because it's such a unique point because every single individual is different and every single individual would take things the opposing way. Myself, my Celtic fans that are friends with, we see it that way.
0: Though the only, the only thing that I would say is that I think where the danger comes in is the normalizing s- it no the social media aspect of it and people being able to hide behind things that they say uh, which creates further sort of polarization' it's, it becomes a very online conversation but online content still has effect on people emotionally yeah. and mentally and you know yeah I think that you can sort of see things online and don't think it's affecting you but some somewhere, subconsciously is actually affecting when you see all these hurtful things said about you or the kind of person or you are or the kind of club that you support or, the, or anything like that. So that's the only sort of way I see it being harmful in, in a sense. But also you, get, you kind of get that with everything. Like you see that with politics. Though, way, you you, get know, with, like, you,
1: get, you can get it with. You can get it with like some people can get upset about like what movies other people are bitching about. Do you know <laughs> what I mean, mate? Like you know this. Is what, I think this is like a social media issue.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And like f- for example, you know, I voted yes in 2014. I'm sure Gav voted no. If we were, you know, if we were two trolls online arguing about it, we might be having a different conversation. But but because we're here in person, you know, I I know I'm gonna get on with you. I know, like, you know, I know there's, go- you know, what I mean, like that I, that that kind of thing. But I don't know what you think about that, Gav. Or...
2: No, no, I mean, I th- I th- yeah, I think you you covered that pretty well. I mean, I, th- I think the other one is is like what what I think is because Rangers Celtic fans do come from all over the country, um, and over over the water as well. Then if you're going every week with people um to 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 an event and you become like a family then people do start to get the same views and you do start to get the same rhetoric and and i I would say that if you if you went at a supporters bus 95 percent of people would be singing along the same lines as each other yeah because it really is like a family when you're spending your your hours and hours each week Mm. traveling together yeah absolutely Um, and yeah i've I've been in supporters buses before and i you know absolutely loved it um and that was and that was one of the, the the best things about going to going to ibrox, <laughs> to, go to ibrox <laughs> is the sports bus there and back. So what are your
0: predictions for the for the season then? Tell us, no. he's gonna win the league.
2: Nope. Yes. Uh.
0: <laughs> Tell me your different opinions.
1: Um, I feel like, especially for especially after Sunday, I feel that he's got all these players that he's signed who are looking like good players. Um. But then you know uh, we get a goal which was this which should have been a goal should have been a goal that I, I that. think it should have been a it should have well. been a goal but unpopular
2: opinion unpopular amongst opinion know, fans know, on Twitter, but probably
1: getting abuse of that but no but I, I feel that like you know then he made so he like, kept took Matundo off took Roof off fastest player in the wing put, out and out goal scorer do you know what I mean so I, I just think that tactically he's I, I mean personally I want him, I want him gone to be honest with you already you want be uh, I, I, I really do mate I really do I feel that we should have. I feel like we should have gone for someone better than him. To be fair, to start with, and then not give them a, what like a four or five year contract. So yeah, especially this Europa League campaign. Like I want to see a run in Europe, man. Like mm. I want to see us get through to the next stages after that absolute hammering that we took in the Champions League last season. You know, yeah. it's you want you, you need things to look forward to, and yeah. just the fact that Celtic are at the League Cup and we might win the League Cup. Mm. That's like the only thing that's maybe keeping. <laughs> yeah, well, it's
0: wide open actually. I think I think just, are looking good, man. Not, not not just Rangers fans, but I think. You know, Hibs, Hearts, and Aberdeen sort of raised their eyebrow when Celtic went out and went like, "Oh, that that's going to blow yeah. it wide
2: open." I mean, I, w- I, w- I would say Hibs and Hearts are too excited at the well, <laughs> wherever they are or Aberdeen. <laughs> well,
0: we we just got a good result up in Aberdeen, oh, actually. No, hope, quite but, good, but, but, but but I guess
2: against Aberdeen, who's rock rock foot at the table. <laughs>
0: yeah, but actually, Aberdeen were actually very good in Europe. But I don't know if you don't know if watched that I against Hacking. The, that was at, like they were actually hmm. outstanding. So I think that might cripple them actually that that European group because I think that's a good group of players, but. I just think that could be too much for them. I
2: think it could be too much. I, 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 am I'm, a, I'm a half fool sort of guy. And to quote an old saying, I say, no surrender till we've, we've lost the league. <laughs> oh There you go. Sectarian nonsense. <laughs> so, so I, I've got every faith. And I, 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 I actually think Beal, be, Well, I mean, I missed the game actually, uh, but because I was away at a wedding. But uh, yeah, I think Beal, uh, be, Beal's, am mad to turn it round. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think Bill was a good coach. I I think he's he's a good coach, mate. But like when he and when he took over
1: QPR, did a good job. And then before they came to us, they had like two wins out of ten or mm. something like that. So I just I I don't know. I think we should have gone for someone. With a bit, but then at the end of the day, though, like I mean, I, like Gennaro Gattuso was my first option to be fair with what he did. Winning mm. the Coppa, winning the Coppa Italia Napoli—that's that's a, that's, a, that's a big achievement. And then he built that team, which then went on to go into Serie A victory. So, mm. I think Gattuso's a good coach, mate, and I would have had him. in.
2: but what problem is Gattuso? Does not speak English very well? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes a <laughs> good, sometimes it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, absolutely. And he's, he's got a Glaswegian wife as well. He so. does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, listen,
0: guys. Thank you very much for coming down. We're gonna wrap it up with that. That was a that was a great wee conversation. I appreciate you guys coming down. Is there anything else um, before we say chow? Well, I
1: just want to say thanks very much for having us on. And this is it's good to um, it's good to be given a voice. To be honest with you, mate. So
2: I really appreciate that. Yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, and good luck to your show going forward. I'm sure it'll do well. You're a very good disc jockey. <laughs> Cheers, boys.